their entire theory of slavery was wrong. And uh, good riddance. Well, good evening, comrades. I'm 674-928, and here with my friend and associate, 229-7633. And this is today's uh, episode of The Virtue Signal, brought to you by, of course, the the, um, the state. May they receive a thousand blessings for the extra potato rule we got last night for our hard work in the uranium mines. Uh, comrade, we, um, we saw something on Thursday of last week that is one of the most despicable, pathetic, uh, astonishing, weird, and revealing um, things that we've ever seen in this country. And and once again, you know, my first take on this was, was wow, this, I can't believe that this Joe Biden speech in front of, uh, Comrade Biden speech in front of the uh, Liberty Hall decked out in blood red. I thought, my God, is that, this is terrifying. And then as he started speaking, I realized... Now it's it's really just kind of sad. I mean, he he's just so when the dictator has to be has to be walked up to the podium on his wife's arm, taking these these little these little steps like that. It's not exactly terror inspiring. And and now that some time has passed on it, so I find the the thing that I'm I'm left with mostly is just I'm just kind of ashamed, you know. I'm just kind of I'm sad and ashamed for the country that this happened. It it just it can't be undone. Nothing like this has ever happened before. And um, really, for those of us in the uh, camps here, uh, is that the the very next day, and I mean the next day, uh, somebody asked um, uh, the uh, dear leader that um, did you really say that anybody who votes for Donald Trump or supports Donald Trump is a is a threat to America? No, no, I never said anything like that. So, you know, what the hell was that? Man, what does that sound like? Jedi mind trick? Like, kind of says, no, I never said that. <laughs> These aren't the joys that well, you Well, I, I don't know what it was, but one thing I can assure you, if it was Joe Biden, it was not any kind of a mind trick. That I have an absolute amount of confidence in. <laughs> Man, there's some sort of dark uh, 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 Sith Lord stuff going on where it's like this person was able to just... Like like Ben Kenobi, I'm gonna throw the, I'm gonna throw this thing over there and make the stormtroopers look over here, and he was just able to just go ahead and just walk right on into the White House, man, basically uh, uh, unfettered. Had the military there running mm-hmm. game for him, you know. He's got the FBI running game for him. all these people that we thought that we were supposed to be our friends, you know. That's right. Not even uh, our friends, just friends of the Republic, right? They weren't anybody's friends. They were supposed right? to be, uh, yeah, nonpartisan uh, aspects of government, but everything's partisan now. Yeah, it's pr- pretty much. And, you know, it's like basically, it, you know what Biden reminds me of, man? He reminds me of that, uh, who was that character that Tim Conway played on the Carol Burnett show? We show- <laughs> oh, yeah, the world's oldest man. Right, the world's That's what's about it. But, you know, but like I said, man, <laughs> the, <laughs> the sad part about it is- It's a similar walk. The Tim Conway guy took the White House. Now, yeah. and, you know, Bill, we go on about this thing about- you know, uh, how maybe inept he is and maybe uh, uh, where he may be mentally compromised and all those sort of things. That's the guy who still took the White House. And he took it from the guy who was supposed to drain the swamp. You know, Trump was supposed he's you know, as the chief law enforcement officer of the United States, you know, the, the sworn protected the, uh, the republic from enemies, both foreign and domestic. Well, the domestic enemy came in 
in the in the, in the enemy in the foreign enemy's pocket and went and took the White House. That's not very reassuring. Um, and, you know, I'm not doing Trump any favors or any Trump voter any favors by not pointing that out. We could say all day that, well, well, Biden cheated. Of course he did. That's what Democrats do. They're liars. They're cheaters. They're thieves. They're criminals. Well, law enforcement, <laughs> that's kind of like their job is to be able to stop them from doing these things. But, Bill, I mean, we've heard a lot of people talk about what Democrats do and what they've done with the FBI and all that sort of stuff. You know, that stuff has never really not. I don't want to say it's never concerned me, but it's not the issue. Man, we could dig up dirt on Democrats all day. It doesn't matter when Democrats are effectively able to make Republicans look more evil than them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You've got there's there's a guy I can't remember what his name's. Uh, um, he, he, he basically said and he's a full on atheist lefty. And for some reason, has a big platform. Everything he says is just full on garbage. But he even says, I don't care if Biden was found with a uh, something to the effect of a prostitution ring in his basement of little girls. I would not care. Well, that's what I've been saying for years. Bill, I've been saying it for years. If Democrats have made it, there is nothing that Republicans can do. Or nothing that Democrats can do that is evil. Hunter Biden, so what? There's nothing more evil that they can do. And if we show this picture, I'm going I'm to say it again. This is why. This is why. Pictures like this, Bill, man, we don't need to talk about how Biden and the Democrats look Hitlerian with the red colors behind him and all that sort of stuff. When you have so many Republicans out there seem to be offended by this red backdrop that he has, but they're not offended by the red field of that Confederate flag that they you know, have so much affection for. We don't need to talk about how like the Nazis the Democrats may be. When we could talk about who they actually are, they are the Confederacy. They are the KKK. That is who they are. Why don't we why don't we talk about that? Why do we keep trying to compare them to Nazis? The Hitler, you know, he was he wanted to see, you know, he did the whole backdrop of the dark gloom and all that sort of stuff to make it look like he was a light in the darkness, too. KKK, the Democrats did the same thing with the burning crosses to make it look like they were the light in the darkness. They did all that stuff, too. But we don't talk about that. But even 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 for those who do, they totally contradict themselves and, and bury you know, uh, everything that they just said. Really quick story. When I, when I went and took that picture that you guys saw uh, 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 in, uh, at what we just showed, I went and talked to him, man. And I was just asking, hey, hey, you know, sir, I, I wanted to ask you about that flag. And in good spirits, he said, it's 15 bucks if that's what you're asking, right? I suspect that's why he was selling it, but he doesn't realize the damage he's doing. He doesn't, he doesn't know. And, and, and he, but the, the following words that he said was what's really tragic. He said, man, I, I, but that's the last one because I'm sold out of them. And I was like, really? You're sold out. So they sell that, 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 that popular, huh? And so I told him, I was like, uh, I said, let me say straight up, man. Um, I voted for Trump both times and he's still president. The White House was stolen, but he's still president. Um, but the reason why he won, sir, is because of that flag. But before I even said that, though, Bill, before I said that, I said, let me, I, I said, let me ask you, why are you displaying that flag? And he gave me the same typical 
spiel. And y'all, this ties into when people are upset about Biden in that speech and stuff like that. This is how he got there. I need folks to realize this is how he got there. Did he do the whole this is history, not slavery thing? He did the whole thing of its heritage, not hate, its history. And I said, sir, heritage and history of what? It it. can't be a flag that just represents heritage. That's a very vague and ambiguous statement. What does that mean? And he's like, well, it doesn't mean racism. I've, I've, I have family members that are black. And I say, yeah, I, I got, I understand. I, it's the same spiel every, every time, right? I was like, sir, the reason why the Democrats won, won, and I'll say won in the sense of they Culturally. won it being who they are. Yeah. They cheated, right? To make Biden be where, standing where he is right now uh, is because the Republican Party advertises for them. That flag was sewn together by the Democrat Party. That flag is out of the Democrats who established the Confederacy. You are promoting the Democrat Party and they have taken this country. Bill, I don't know of anybody else who raises and praises the flag of their enemies. That's a great point. I don't know who does that. No, that's a great point. You know what I'm saying? And so now, but... The beautiful, the beautiful, the, the, the beautiful thing to this story is, and, and, and we went on, and the, the guy's response was, bro, you just gave me chills. Really? That's what he said. Well, dude, that's a hopeful sign. It is. That's always He's- a hopeful sign. That's a sign that people are not thinking it through. It's not a sign that they're, you know, I've got, yeah, I got the whole picture, you know, screw you. That's right. a sign of people like, wow. Yeah. Because this is what you're so good at is pointing, is pointing out these blind spots. Yes. You know, and, and, and I was, it, was, it was it was a great moment, man. We you know, so we have a, and, it's, and when people say that, well, it's not about racism, man, I believe I believe them in, in that they 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 hate racism. You know, there are some that say, man, it's not racism to me. It's like I understand that. But the, the issue is deeper. It's worse. Bill, the thing is, when you have these same people who will raise that flag and they will admonish people who are kneeling Against the stars, uh, against the Star Spangled Banner. I'm like, how are you going to be angry at these people for kneeling during the Star Spangled Banner? But you're going to wave the flag that was oh, that was raised in battle against wow. <laughs> the American flag, against the Constitution. This how is, are you? Do, do you see what I'm saying, Bill? Yeah, these man. are the things that cause us to lose, man. Bill, I tell you what, wouldn't it be nice, man? Between you and me, wouldn't it be nice if these if these donor class people who give all these money to these politicians who go in there claiming to be eagles but turn out to be jive turkeys would basically say, hey, you know what? Let's put you guys on a regional speaking tour and you get out there and you let folks know. I don't, I, do you hear the phone ringing? I don't hear the phone ringing. It's like we've been trying to say this for years, letting people know that they're being, you know, mesmerized, hypnotized by the Democrat Party to do they're bidding the Democrat. Man, let me just say this last thing really quick. Sure, Bill. sure, sure. You know, Lincoln was a he. He became a master at at making the Democrats play his game. People will try to bring up, you know, that that Lincoln was a tyrant and all that against. You know, he was a, a, a it was a he was the figure of northern aggression. He wasn't aggressive against the South. He was aggressive against Democrats, and he aggressively played a game on them to get them to do his bidding. He would say things like, oh, yeah, uh, freeing slaves, I, I don't care about doing that. No, of course. Well, of course he said things like that because he had Democrats in the North, too. So he knew how to play the game. But his enemies 
whether they were Southern, whether they were uh, Northern, whether they uh, whether even they were in his military, they would they knew it's like Lincoln wants to commit the sin of sacrificing white lives for black freedom. That's what Lincoln wants to do. His contemporaries knew that. And, 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 and the soldiers, they knew it, too. But the soldier, a lot of the soldiers celebrated. That's why they would march to the to the tune of John Brown's body. Yep. They would march to the tune of that because they were like, we're here to abolish slavery. Yep. So but a lot of people, they have bought into the narrative that the Democrats have controlled. And this is why you have this abomination, figuratively, standing where he should not be. Let me um, let me add a little bit of history to this. In fact, this is much this is a much fresher and more important take going forward than the whole Biden thing. So let's just consider that an introduction to this topic, which I think is much more important. Um, so l- l- let me just fill in some history for those people who, who may not be completely aware of it. Most of this, you know, some of it you may not know. The uh, the split that was happening in the 1850s was between whether or not the new states that were being added to the Union all the time were going to come in as slave states or as free states. There's a big compromise, the compromise of 1850 or 53, something like that, basically said, okay, look, new territories are coming into the Union, and what we'll do in the spirit of of, a representative of of democratic republicanism is we will allow each new territory to decide whether they want to come in as a free state or as a slave state. The South said, no, if they're south of the Mason-Dixon line, they're automatically slave state. No, no, let them decide. Well, over time, a relatively short time, became clear that more and more states were coming in as free states. And the South realized, the, the Democratic Party, which was the South, realized that this was essentially a death sentence for uh, for slavery and that and their economic model of life, because in a relatively short time, as these new members of, of the Senate and House came into, into the Union, they'd all be voting against slavery, and, and the South realized, okay, it's pretty much time to take our football and go home, uh, or, or, or take our hand grenade and go home, and that's exactly what they did. They were Seven states were out of the Union when Abraham Lincoln was elected. He, he, he went to Washington with seven states already out of the Union. The, the, you, you, it's not just you can make a compelling case. It is objectively true that the Confederacy was the Democratic Party leaving the United States, at least those of them who were, who were slaveholders and supported slavery. They just plain left because they knew that this game was going to end if they stayed. But most, most people know that. Most people know that the Republican Party was founded to be an anti-slavery party, that they were tarred as the black Republican Party for, from the very beginning. And that the election of Abraham Lincoln was just another sign to the South. It was really the final sign. It was what it was what finally pulled the trigger. They said, we got to get out of here because these people are eventually going to vote us out of our slaves, and we don't want that. After the war was over, it was it was Lincoln who basically said, look, let's not have any hangings or, or anything like that. We are going to use federal law to enforce freedom in the South. We're, go- we're going to use federal law not to not to suppress the votes of of white Southerners, but to make sure that the votes of black Southerners counted. And what many people don't know is the amount of of murder, just sheer murder and terrorism that went on in the South in the years of Reconstruction and and thereafter up until the 1960s. All of the KKK were, were Democrats. All of the Jim Crow laws were written by Democrats. All of the people turning fire hoses on on black children who wanted to go to to schools and universities, they were all Democrats. And their symbol was the Confederate flag. And and so 
not only did it represent rebellion against the legal authority of the United States, but it also it was a, it was a sign that ba- it's like putting up a sign in your window that says we're, we're, we're murder people here after the war. We believe in murdering people because we lost the war, but we're going to win the peace by terrorizing Southern blacks into into plain staying in the house and shutting up. Most people don't realize the National Rifle Association partially was founded in order to get the the blacks in the South the ability to defend themselves against Democrats who are mm-hmm. waving this flag. And and the Burning Cross, of course, is is an interesting uh, motif. If you were to if you were to take that that just that just the image of a burning cross, and take it to a modern focus group for branding, because do this kind of thing thousands of times a day in this country. You pull together 20, 30 people and you say, hey, we got a couple ideas for our brand. You know, uh, we're, we're the KKK and we're, we're you know, we're, we're basically, you know, we're just swell guys. And we're wondering what you think of this. Here's a here's a burning cross. If you saw a burning cross for the first time ever, never seen it before in any context whatsoever, somebody presented this to you on a slide, you know, on a, on a, on a PowerPoint presentation. So we're thinking about this. What would your reaction be? Your reaction should be, well, the cross is supposed to be a sign of redemption, forgiveness, and going to heaven. And flames are the signs of burning and agony and going to hell. It seems to me like you got a branding issue here. We're not really think this is such a good idea. So, but, but the fact that they chose the burning cross in the same way, by the way, just to touch back on what we started on, in the same way that somebody somewhere, it wasn't Joe Biden, but it was the people that support him and got him into office, thought that having him standing in front of a blood red building with dark shadows of soldiers would somehow get the point across about what they themselves wanted. And it did. The people who lit that, the people who, who, who choreographed it, the people who put together the, the, the shots, this is their inner self speaking. Their inner fascists came out because mm-hmm. they were given free reign to do what they thought looked good. And what they thought looked good looked like Nuremberg. But back to the Confederate flag again. I understand where the problem with with this is to a large degree. So, first of all, we wouldn't be having any of this problem if if somebody had simply sewn the big letter D in the middle of that flag, which is what should have been there, right? Should have been a big circle D with the with the with the the the, the cross stars, because then no Republican or conservative, you know, would be flying it. the The reason that it gets traction is because. Among some modern conservatives, not many, but some, because number one, it represents uh, states' uh, authority against the federal government, which I suppose is technically true. But folks, you know, I've I've had this argument with many people. People say, no, 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 no. They say this was all about states' rights. It wasn't about slavery. And the only response to that is correct. It was about the right of a state to have legal ownership of other people. <laughs> it was about the state's rights to own slaves. That's what it's about. Yep. And and to put this in, ter- I, I'm rather proud of this argument because I, I just think it's a, an interesting way of seeing things. That's that's ideally what both you and I try to do is is make people see things that we think are true in a way that maybe they hadn't thought about before. Your conversation with the guy who's selling the flag is remarkable and an encouraging story. But let me just go through this because I, I think it's really important. If you are opposed to abortion, then you cannot possibly have any sympathy for the Confederate flag. And, and let, me, let me tell you what I mean by this. If the Civil War and, and the entire thing right comes down to one simple issue, very simple issue. If slaves are property, then the North is wrong. 
and the South is morally correct. If slaves are property, it is in fact Northerners coming down onto their private property, taking their property, and essentially telling them you can't own this property anymore. It is an intrusion of the rights of Southerners if slaves are property. If, they, if they're property like, like the number of, of horses that you own and so on, then yeah, then, then it is a war of Northern aggression. And yeah, it is none of the North's business. And yeah, they had the right to secede because we don't want the central federal government to take away our property if they're property. But if they're not property, now all of a sudden you've got an entirely different issue. If it turns out that slaves are people, then there is a moral imperative. There is natural law above the law that says that a state can own slaves. There's natural law, which this whole country is predicated on. The idea that there are God-given laws that transcend, precede, and supersede the laws of men. And, and the, just as the prime example, the, 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 uh, the First Amendment doesn't grant you the right to free speech. The First Amendment says that your right to free speech is inherent in you at birth and the government can't take it away. So, if you look at the Civil War from, from geostationary orbit, the reason that war was fought was because some people thought that slaves were their property and other people thought that they were human beings who were being immorally held in an awful, sinful, and vile thing and people were willing to go to war over it. How does that tie into abortion? Well, it's very simple. If you believe that, that a fetus is a collection of cells, then yeah. Nobody has a right to tell you what to do with, with, with your body or what's in your body. If you believe that, that up until the instant of birth, this thing is essentially a, an internal parasite or however these lunatics want to describe it, then yeah, who the hell am I to tell them what to do if they want to get their nails clipped or, or anything equally uh, uh, you know, offensive uh, in that regard? But, 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 if it's a person, now we're no longer talking about Property. We're no longer talking about choice. We're talking about the, the natural law imperative to defend the life of the innocent and to free the enslaved. And it's just that simple. And so when I hear people saying, what's well, about states' rights or it's about, you know, Lincoln, Lincoln was a tyrant and all the rest of this, you know, all the rest of this revisionist stuff that I occasionally hear from conservatives, you know. Mm. No, 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 Lincoln was a, Lincoln, everything about the, the federal government that's wrong now is a result of Lincoln doing this. Mm. Uh, no. Lincoln assumed dictatorial powers, and he knew it. And he said, I am going to have to do things as commander-in-chief that I'm not allowed to do as president, but nevertheless, there is, in fact, a shooting war going on here. And Lincoln's entire argument was, if I have to bend the Constitution to save it, then that's what I'll do. But the point, the point, the point, the point, the point is, is that when the Civil War was over, those powers that Lincoln had, had assumed returned to their rightful owners. It's not like the president had the right to do that thereafter. We had a hundred years of, of real freedom. Certainly anybody who liked the idea of anything that happened after World War II right up until the 60s, it's because the federal government gave back the power that Lincoln borrowed in order to win the war. So, so I don't buy any of that stuff. And you're right. It is, it is a symbol of not just of oppression or slavery. It is the symbol of the Democrats' entire power play. That, that failed on the battlefield and then largely succeeded in the years after the war because they managed to murder and intimidate people into, into not voting. If you talk to young people today and tell them that the first uh, black representative, the first black speaker of the House pro tem, all of them were Republicans, and furthermore, they were Republicans 150 years ago, they look at you in wide eyes amazement. This is the genius of the Democrats, is the ability to flip this entire story and somehow make themselves out to be the good guys when this this banner of theirs is in fact 
that's their that's their war banner. That's what they fly when they go to war against freedom. Absolutely. And and what's even more sad is when and like I'm trying to tell a lot of Republicans, you're feeding, we're not fighting them. We're feeding them. We're fueling them. We're giving the ability to win. We're fueling their engine. You know, it's you know, the whole when you're talking about you're and it's such it's such a uh an apt comparison, you know, when you're talking about the issue of slavery and you're talking about the, the issue of abortion, you know, when we talk about, you know, these go back, you know, this is supposed to be a state's issue and stuff like that. And I've said it before. It's like, you, you don't, you don't have a state issue that contradicts the Supreme law of the land. That's not, yeah, you don't get, do. you don't get to murder people in, in, you right? know, in Delaware because the state has allowed it. Yes. You know, so basically, you know, uh, thinking that, you know, when, when we're going to expand slavery in these territories, like the business of slavery, it's that's that's the whole point of it. If it's a business, it's to expand. And it's what they, they wanted to do. Uh, now, you'll have those in the south. And like I said, I don't I don't think of it as north and south. A lot of people do. It's it was Republicans against Democrats. Democrats wanted to keep that whole thing going, both north and south. But you'll have the southerners say that, well, they had slavery in the north, too. I'm like, of course, they had slavery in the north because they had Democrats in the north. Why do you keep giving the Democrats a pass? Stop giving them a pass. They're the ones who wanted to keep this whole thing legal and the whole thing going. Tie the Democrats to who they are. You don't have to, you don't have to give analogies and say that they were like this. It's like, no, this is who they are. Even, you know, like when we were talking about, uh, you know, Biden, you know, having this dimly lit room with the red and stuff like that. And, and Biden's red is different from Bill Whittle's red. Bill Whittle's red is, is basically a, a, an illustration of, uh, of how the Democrats are burning down the country. And we're trying to, you know, do our part to you know speak some sanity into it. But Biden is he looks weak and frail. Yes. And that whole imagery is compensation. Right. He needs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Of course. Yes. Of course. It's it's fear. It's intimidation, and they associate these things with respect. They want the uh, uh, um, they want the stolen they want the stolen authoritarianism of the Nazis, right? They want that they want that that psychological imposition yes. of power and terror. On they them. they want to make it look like they mean business. Yeah, Biden really should have given that speech in front of an old person's home while they were calling out bingo in the background. That's that would have been more appropriate for for. Uh, for for him personally and what he was actually trying to say, right? You know, and uh, man, I tell you what, all this stuff that they're doing—if if people could see the, the the things that the Democrats are doing, how they're hung up on there, how they've used the race, how they're obsessed with race—and and you got a lot of we, we know it's like, well, the real Democrats are racist. It's like, okay, well, if you know that the, the real Democrats are the racist. How is it, and I don't mean to sound condescending, but how is it that you can't put two and two together and realize that the, the same Democrats who are obsessed with race now are the same Democrats in the 1800s who were the same way, and they established the Confederacy for a particular... Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Just finish that up. I have one, one final question for you. You know, stop looking at Lincoln... You know, like he's, and I've even heard people in, you know, the, uh, the, um, in a certain group that I won't name that is supposed to, you know, be, you know, and it's like a lot of these people I even heard, it's like, you're not friendly about Lincoln at all. <laughs> it's like, are you sure he's, he's his friend? And I would hear these conversations and say things like, well, Lincoln suspended habeas corpus. Man, if you read the Constitution, he was in his legal right to do so. These people were rebels against the Constitution. The Constitution calls him out for that. And as Lincoln what is, said, one of the hey, reasons the South, well, the South was going to lose anyway, but the South, 
you know, the whole glory of the of the lost cause, the untainted cause, right? We didn't have to make any compromises. Yes, we lost, but so on. So in the South during the Civil War, there were all kinds of, of papers that were preaching sedition, and, and Jefferson Davis didn't shut them down. Hmm. And it destroyed a lot of the morale of the South. Hmm. And it's one of the things that contributed to them losing when they did. Hmm. Uh, this this was war powers, you're right. And and so this this isolation on Lincoln is this kind of, you know, this this evil force who was just waiting to snatch power. Everything that, that he did was forced upon him by the circumstances that, that he encountered. I keep saying it, it needs to be said. When he went to Washington and be inaugurated, seven states had already left the Union, another four were right on their heels. This is the this is how the guy took office. So mm. to say that he's this power hungry lunatic, you know, that was just waiting to destroy or no, that's just mm. not true. No, not true. And you know, and and you know, lost cause, Bill, that's that's an interesting word because it's the Democrats in their master manipulating way. You know, when you have these Confederate flags that are going up, it's so sad, Bill, that Republican voters have struck the Democrats' flag in the sand for them. Yeah. And have allowed have allowed them. Not just allowed them, but enabled and emboldened them to it, take it, the country. It's like it wasn't a lost cause. It was just a cause that was dormant. Delayed. Yeah, it was a delayed cause. So well, as I, I've mentioned, just really quick, man, as I've mentioned before, congratulations, you know, Republican. You want, it's like for those who said the South will rise again and the Confederacy will have its day. Well, here we are. Thanks. Well, you, your encounter with the guy selling the flag in, in Texas is is an extraordinarily hopeful story to me. Yeah. You know, because when you see the picture at first, like, oh, for God's sake, you know, mm. F Joe Biden, you know, I don't, I don't remember from a quick glance whether there were any Trump flags there, but it's obviously a, a, a Republican conservative mm. road stand. It's in Texas, for God's sake. Mm. And to see it there front and center, yeah. It, oh, uh, it's, uh, Oklahoma, actually. We, oh, was we, it Oklahoma? Yeah, we see them between, we, we, we took a trip up to Oklahoma. Sorry to mean uh, interrupt, but yeah, just, this goes from, from Oklahoma, from Texas to Oklahoma, yeah. So it's just basically northern Texas. Uh, sorry, Oklahomans. Uh, Texas is essentially southern Oklahoma. Uh, but but it's a it's a it's an extremely uh, hopeful story based on the reaction of the guy who's selling the flags. I think I think that's why we do what we do here. You know, most people don't realize this stuff. Let me ask you a quick follow up question because we're running a little long here. But 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 as a quick follow up because I don't know the answer to this. I'm curious to get your take on it. What about statues? Uh, a number of hundreds of thousands of Americans died following uh, Robert E. Lee. And, and to say, well, Robert E. Lee was a slaveholder. Yes, he was, so was Jefferson and, and, you know, in Washington. Uh, where, when you talk about the Civil War from a, if you, if you take, and it's not really possible or even fair to take the motivations out of it, but if you do, and you look at the mechanics of the battlefield and, and that sort of thing. As a military historian, not as a political historian, Robert E. Lee, Stonewall Jackson, and so on, some of the most brilliant commanders that this country ever had and generated enormous amounts of, of love, affection, and, and following to the death among, among people who were and became our, our countrymen, had been left and then became our countrymen. What do you think about the statues? Do you have the same reaction to those? I'm one of those, Bill, who says the statues should not come down. Good. Leave the statues up, but for a totally different reason than mainstream conservatives. This is another place 
where they have given the Democrats everything that they need. You're saying this is exhibit A for what the Democrats uh, basically did here? Absolutely. And conservatives don't do that. They just say it's American history, it's, her it's heritage and history, and, and they should be left up. And I'm like, these people are going to tie. When you say that, they're going to tie that history to you. And they are going, it is going to embolden them to say that America celebrates racism, particularly Republicans. They are going to use that against you. And you've given them that rope to do it with. Um, if you're going to leave the statues up, which I think that you should, you should make it very clear on there, very clear that these were Democrats. That's their heritage. That's their history. Um, you know, when I when I see people, you know, making arguments, even for them, say, well, they were actually against slavery and all that. So, so OK, that's fine. Like, say, for instance, you know, uh, even Donald Trump, when he when he does a, um, a speech from a Confederate base, I'm like, OK, you guys want to go ahead and believe that this wasn't about racism. Fine. But you are helping the Democrats win yeah. because you are advertising for them. And you're giving them a tremendous weapon to point at us and say, see? Absolutely. And, yeah. and it, it helps them to be able to say, well, see, the party switched sides. They're the ones that these, these are the people who are able to use that against them because of what Republicans give to them to do. Uh, just uh, I wanted to say, you know, when, when you have these people who say that, well, these people, they, they weren't fighting for slavery. They were just fighting for their states. They were fighting for their territories. Uh-uh. That doesn't no, hold up. Yeah. They swore allegiance to their constitution. I, I, and anybody who says that it wasn't about slavery, obviously, for all the affection that they have for the Confederacy, they never read its constitution. They, they couldn't have read it and come to that conclusion. The Constitution of the Confederate States written by the Democrat Party was written because the Constitution of the United States doesn't give provisions for slavery. Right. That's it. You know, that's right. they, they, gave them, they gave the president a line item veto and, of course, the, the, the constitutional guarantee of slavery. Yes. Particularly Negro slavery. I don't even think the word Negro is in the Constitution. The only only uh, national um, um, title given in the Constitution is Indians, not mm. blacks, not Negroes. But in the Confederate Constitution authored by the Democrat Party, the provisions for Negro slavery is specifically in there. So when people try to say that the war wasn't about slavery and it has nothing to do with there's no heritage of racism history, that's total either denial or total ignorance. It's just hard to say, you know, so when you have these people wanting to raise the Confederate flag, which they insist that it's a battle flag. And you're right. It is a battle flag. It's a battle flag raised in battle against the United States of America. How are you going to claim to be a patriot? How are you going to pledge allegiance to the American flag? Yeah. when You're split between two flags. That doesn't work. Or would you buy flag? <laughs> that stuff doesn't come. That doesn't flow. So these are the reasons, folks. This is why Biden is standing where he is, because the Republicans have been duped. Sorry. Republican voters have been duped in the advertising for the Democrat Party yep. the whole time. Yep. Uh, I'll just close this with uh, with one of my favorite quotes uh, of the Civil War and, and maybe of all time, because it's one of those. It's one of those moments where there's like suddenly like crystal clarity. I, I, you'd think knowing the quote as well as I do, I'd remember who said it, but it was a Southern, uh, I want to say it was a Southern representative in the, in the Confederacy, and this towards the end of the war. And the, and the South is now getting walloped, and they're running out of men, and the North has essentially unlimited supplies of manpower. So they're discussing whether or not to arm slaves in the South. They'd armed free blacks in the North. Uh, but this was a discussion among the Southern Congress about whether arming slaves or not in exchange for their freedom or whatever. 
And, and one of these Southern fire breathers who'd been real vocal about taking his state out of the, out of the Union said, he said, if, if Negroes make good soldiers, then our entire theory of slavery is wrong. And I, I, I heard that. I remember just having the breath taken out of me, you know, because 54th Massachusetts and all the rest of no, they were perfectly good soldiers. And so did the Tuskegee Airmen. He, 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 the reason I'm so fond of that quote and think it's so important is, is that here was a guy who was basically saying, we have a theory, we have a, a, a religious political theory about this. And if it turns out that this is what, what is true, then we're wrong. And yes, he was correct. Their entire theory of slavery was wrong. And, uh, and good riddance, I say, and, I, and I'm with Zoe 100% on this. It's something I didn't see clearly either. I'm sure this will generate some, some interesting comments from uh, people on Dolittle.com, also on YouTube, but that's what discussion's all about. So uh, for uh, Alfonso Rachel, I'm Bill Whittle. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time here on The Virtue Signal. <laughs>